0: Entrepreneur Circle is an on-air brands production and a proud member of the on-air brands network.
1: Hi, this is Robert Kiyosaki, and you're listening to Entrepreneur Circle with Eric
0: Cabral. On this episode... I mean, the money is the easy side of real estate. You know, I say I help free people, the senior living communities to be more profitable with the customers, the families in their most traumatic time of their life. And then the low-hanging fruit is us investors. We're the easy side of this. But if you can get yourself thinking about the other two sides, then we can work together.
1: Hey there, folks. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Entrepreneur Circle podcast, where we inspire you by talking to entrepreneurs and business owners about mindset, goals, vision, tips, and strategies on how to crush life and business. I am your host, Eric Cabral, real estate investor and a creative, I've been in the creative industry for over 20 years, got my start in New York City as a junior art director and made my way up the corporate ladder to become the creative director at the number one pharma company in the world. That was until I decided to hang up my corporate hat and start my own creative agency called On Air Brands where we broadcast your brand and your message using social media and live stream events. Hit us up at info at onairbrands.com to learn more. Also, like subscribe, and share this podcast on social. We greatly appreciate you for it. And also don't hesitate to send us any feedback that you may have because we always love, love, love hearing from you. Before we jump into the show, I'd like to share what some of our sponsors, partners, and friends of the show have to offer you. Hey there, folks. Eric Cabral back once again. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to The Entrepreneur Circle. And if you're watching this at some point in our future, thanks for viewing and watching. Please like, subscribe, and share this with your friends and family. We totally appreciate you for that. On today's show, you're in for a treat because... I had a nice conversation with this gentleman this morning, and um, we said we should be recording this episode. Man, this is this is good stuff. Totally inspires me, and that's really people who inspire me. Philip are the people that I ask to be on my show, um, and it's it happens on occasion where it it's it's a quick sort of thing, like happened uh, to us. But I just want to welcome you. Thank you so much for your time today, Philip Vincent from Mom's House is here and sharing his thoughts and experience with us. How are you, my friend?
0: I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you know, I mean, we just seem to click. And I think the entrepreneurial mind, they seem to flock together. And so it was easy to be friends with you, because we just kind of looked at the world the same way.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's funny, we sort of do sort of speak the same language or carry the same vibe or frequency, as I often like to say. Um but yeah, yeah. So I just want to let the folks know, know at home or the people driving or or doing chores, that Philip is uh, Philip Vincent is the CEO and founder of Mom's House, which is a trusted as is buyer program, and he's he's been doing this for quite a while, right? Over twenty years, you've been an investor. Would you I say? have, Yes. Yeah, which is amazing. You're in the St. Louis. Uh, area and your here's what amazed me about what you said this morning, that your goal is to buy two to three homes per week, per week, which is aggressive for me and my standards. That is insane, dude. So and you told me you had upwards of two hundred uh, deals last year, which is amazing. Congratulations.
0: Thank you. Yeah, we're. I mean, we have a big company, and I think it was, You know, I think you find out really quick if you're in the real estate business, you're actually in the marketing business. And so uh, how you're going to market yourself is up to you. There's a hundred ways to do it. And so, you know, the free advice is you got to be good at a couple of them. You don't try all to be good at all hundred of them, but just figure out what you're good at.
1: Yeah, that's critical, dude. Finding out what you're good at. What's your superpower? I'm always what you like
0: that. life is short. Do what you like. If it's something you don't like, it won't be sustainable.
1: Yeah. A hundred percent, man. So let's get into it, man. Your origin story is, or I like to say, what was comic book issue number one, that radioactive spider that yeah. Philip Vincent?
0: Oh, I remember it. I remember it clearly. My uh, older cousins are high-end builders here in St. Louis area. And he told me a story of a builder that had uh, just recently made $800,000 on a new construction bill. And my cousin looked at me and he said, wouldn't you hate that? And I go, hate what? And he goes, to pay taxes on $800,000. And I remember thinking to myself, uh, that is the kind of problem that I'm looking for in this life. And so uh, because of them not being afraid on how to build, I had my framers. I had my guys that weren't going to steer me wrong. And so I actually did this back- business backwards. I started off at the age of 20 uh, building new homes. And I graduated in the 21-year career all the way to wholesaling. So if you guys are out there wholesaling and starting out, you've already you've already made it in my mind.
1: Yeah, that's amazing dude that yeah. Usually it's the other way around, right? People jump in. Yeah. They they test the waters with wholesaling. It seems like the low barrier to entry, but man, you jumped right in uh with new builds. That's crazy. What was that like?
0: Well, you find out uh what you're doing is really just adult babysitting. Um, if you're going to be a if you're going to be in new construction, that's cool. Just go kick some butt with it. Don't do it a little bit, do it a lot. Um, I, with me just doing a couple a year at most, I never really mattered to the contractors, right? And so it's all about timing and getting that flow to do it quickly. And if you're not going to do it, but one or two a year, you're never actually going to matter. And so either, just like anything in life, put, put your whole ass in and don't have assets,
1: you know? <laughs> this is why I wanted you on the show, man. I love all these sayings. Adult <laughs> babysitting. So a good friend of mine, uh, he's an asset manager. So, yeah. you know, he he manages, you know, over 700 properties and, and he's never quite put it that way, but I've seen him in action and, you know, knocking heads around, you know, dropping the hammer on these contractors and all these vendors to make sure they're delivering on time. And, you know, the whole project is in motion. And that's exactly what it is, bro. They're adults who need supervision and. And be they they need to be told what to do and when to do it, and or else nothing happens. So it, do you have any stories in terms of like, you know you're working with someone, you want it to work out. You really like them personally. I'm sure that's happened to you a lot. And then the they, it's like, come on, man, I, I get it. We're friends, but can you can you stay honest and 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 let the project move forward without me having to babysit you?
0: Do I have one story? I have hundreds of stories. I mean, yeah, that is yeah, the sure. nature of the whole thing. I mean, <laughs> you know, and even if you get to a contractor you like, they'll, they'll start to let their bids creep back up again. And so even there is no done, just like with marketing, you're, you're never done. You're always trying to find the, the best, uh, the, the newest, the thing that works. And so um, just my personality, I, I think with the wholesaling side, I get to meet a new family every day and I specialize in, you know, the adult children that are moving their mom into senior living. I'm helping them with a unique problem, and I feel fulfilled from that. And I think yelling at contractors, I mean, I'll give you one story. I think contractors have like 10 different grandmas because they're all, their grandma is always sick and my grandma's always dying. They go, to, they go to more grandma funerals than anyone I've ever met. And that's just what I found, right? You're always putting up with their stories. They, and their stories always seem to be on uh, Monday morning too, or Friday afternoon, I've noticed, so.
1: Right, right. Um, I get that with my tenants. There's always a story there's always a grandfather, uh, somebody passing somebody. away. Um, yeah. are you also a, a buy and hold type guy? You, you also have rentals. I, I try to stay away from it
0: as much as possible. The thing that turns my head is multifamily, uh, namely yeah. new construction. And so that's kind of, you know, you, you only have so many hours in the day. So I try to be really good at what I do, which is mainly wholesaling, but my yeah. personal goals are more in the, uh, what you'd call the mailbox money or the residual income, you
1: know? Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. So, so when you got into new construction, walk us through how how did that all evolve? How did you realize you know I, I'm great at this, uh, and I'm going to concentrate my energy and superpower on on wholesaling? And, and their I never
0: thought I was great at it. I think I think my curiosity got me always to say there has to be a better way. I like to work as little as possible, right? I don't like to work ninety hours a week. I have no desire to do that. And so I was always looking for the source of the best deals. And so like anybody, like when I tell somebody I'm a real estate investor, uh, stereotypically they always say, oh, you buy foreclosures, right? That's what they always tell me. And honestly, I don't ever buy foreclosures. Um, We do a lot of, you know, marketing efforts to make the phone ring. And so back after the 08 downturn, um, I was looking at different ways to find deals. And I thought that the REO, uh, you know, the bank owned properties, I went to work for a company that had um, all the bank uh, foreclosure properties, and while because I wanted to get to I wanted to get to the source of deals, I wanted to get to them early. And what I had found was that the, even though the bank owned them, owned them, and I knew about them four months early, when they did list them, there would still be a thirty day uh, period where only owner occupants could buy it. So on that thirty first day, I was really no different than every other Joe Blow that had just seen it. I wasn't in, in any advantage. And then so. Um, I think I've always been a wholesaler, and I didn't realize the terminology of it. And so, in 2011 is when um, I started uh, for the company now that does these—you know—hundreds of deals a year. We were doing 66 back in 2011, and that's when I discovered really the the best source of leads that I've ever found, and that is uh, adult children moving mom into senior living. That's my yeah. focus today.
1: Yeah, I love that business model, and I love that service. Because like we were talking earlier, it really is a service, and um, what, what's amazing about what you do is you you solve a problem, a very specific problem that many 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 people have, and that's dealing with loved ones and how would, how do you trans, help to transition them um, into the next chapter, um, and 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 I, I've dabbled in um, in reaching out and 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 having my mailers and and marketing out there and sitting down and talking to potential uh, sellers. And it's, it's rough, man, you know, sitting through the stories, you know, I'm a, I'm a very uh, emotional guy. So every single person that I talk to, you know, I genuinely felt, you know, had, 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 had feelings for, for their predicament. Um, so I know you have teams and systems in place, but how often do you get FaceTime with those individuals like that?
0: Every day. I, I am the FaceTime guy. That's what I'm the best at. All the other things I like contractually entitled and all that, you know, I don't like those items. And so I've taken those items off my plate. I like to meet with the families to unlock that Rubik's cube of problems to get them where they're going. I was just on the phone a few minutes ago with a guy named Eric, him and his brother inherited a house. And uh, the bro- he said, my brother doesn't need money and that asshole hasn't come in and helped me clean out once. And me and my wife have been there for the past three weekends cleaning this house out. And he was just angry, you know, just mad. And just the family dynamic is half of what I do, unlocking that. Um, sometimes the house is secondary, meaning you got to solve all these other issues that they're having with mom going on. You know, the, first of all, let's just be clear. The, the number one concern is not the house. It's mom's care. When you're moving mom to this your living, let's get her to the right place. And then we'll figure out how to pay for it, which is the house and the stuff. And so I specialize in the house and the stuff. And so I'm that person that helps them uh, get to that uh, end end game for what they're looking for.
1: Yeah, that's that's critical, right? Because right. It, it, during that time, you know, we talked a little bit about probate too, where there's similarities in terms of there's a problem that you're here to solve, you know, and they're not necessarily always going to be in the right frame of mind. So you're there to be the level-headed one, you know, trying to figure out how to help them and and, and move things along so that everyone's happy, right? So um, walk us through a little bit of, of, of your business and, and what differentiates you from from other people doing similar things.
0: Sure, I, I like what you said, uh, there's so many people that work probate leads and you know my company, we, work, we work, work probate leads as well, but let me just clearly differentiate probate leads from what I do. So if me and you were brothers, Eric, and we had mom had passed away, and we, it was in probate and we were gonna sell the house, we would be concerned about every single dollar that the house sold for, because that would be our inheritance. What's in it for us, right? That's human nature to care about what's in it for us. With, with mom moving into senior living, mom's still with us, the sale of that house actually goes towards mom's care. So whether the house sells for 84 grand or 78 grand or 92 grand, I, I, I'm not gonna say it doesn't matter because it does, but it kind of doesn't matter nearly as much as the other cases, because we know that money is just gonna be moved over to mom's care. You know, uh, you're not, you're really concerned with can this guy close? Can he help me clean out the rest of it? Can he do what he says? Is he trustworthy? And <laughs> that's perfect for us. I mean, as a real estate investor, I'm just looking for two things massive motivation and, uh, and equity. And these people have all the motivation in the world and they almost always have 100% equity. In fact, I would say nine times out of 10 they do. And in the, in the cases where they don't, they usually maybe have like a, uh, reverse mortgage or a small second or something like that, you know,
1: on the house. Awesome. Um, So let's get into this part, brother, because this is huge in terms of your business and any business, but marketing is massive, right? So what's some of the strategies that you guys use? What sort of the systems that you have in place with your marketing?
0: So doing that kind of volume, we spend a lot of money on marketing every single month. And so you go to the broken records, right? You do the direct mail that used to work a lot better than it does. And uh, we do Facebook marketing. We do pay-per-click marketing. Uh, we do a little bit of everything. Um, the one that I found in the senior living side is more of a relationship based. And so what I do in my, in my training courses is teach people how to cultivate those relationships inside the closed walls of the senior living community and why if you make those relationships, why it's worth it, is because I've got people I've known 10 years now that bring me deals consistently. And how great is that? Where your phone just rings, you're a value to that person because I'm helping them make more money with their clients and I provide a service for them. And so uh, when someone is moving into senior living, it's the there's placement agents out there and a placement agent is similar to a real estate agent, but they work on behalf of the family. And then they get paid by the uh, community that they move into. And so those placement agents get paid on placement, just like the name says. And so if I can speed that process up to be three weeks from now, instead of three to six months from now on a retail sale, you better believe they'd rather have their money early.
1: Mm. That's interesting. So do you have two sides or multiple sides to marketing in terms of you're talking to people who potentially want to sell their home to you? Uh, help them solve a problem but then do you also market towards those a- agents um on the on the senior living side yeah like, because I know you have relationships right with, with definitely, them definitely. Well.
0: I don't when you say market to them I'm out actively looking for those people to have relationships with
1: <clears throat> gotcha okay so you don't need to target any any ads or promotions to that demographic or that audience because you it's could, mostly, you could, but
0: yeah. in like St. Louis, there's probably 25 of them. So it might be overkill to do Facebook ads <laughs> to 25 people. I mean, I'll, I'll just yeah. call 25, I'll take them to get a beer, you know, before yeah. I to do
1: that, you
0: know. Yeah, yeah. It's relationship-based. It, you know, a lot of people network with people, you know, and they're like, look at every salesman ever, right? They always go out and play golf and, you know, that kind of stuff. But you're you're building relationships with these people.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> you were, you're, you're a really good numbers guy. You, you seem super creative too. Um, you know, so you're right in the middle of the left, right brain sort of, uh, idea, but you were throwing some numbers to me that were shocking this morning when you were saying, um, you know, 60% of, I, I don't want to butcher any of these things, but yeah, do you remember ahead. some of those? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I need you because I, oh, I don't okay. recall no, all, the, the all the ahead. amazing numbers. Yeah. Like
0: the sad stats or like the opportunity stats, both of them.
1: <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Let's hit both because I think, okay. I think the audience listening needs to know, uh, what it is you do and how, you know, you've been in it for a long time, so you're not a flash in the pan, but also they need to pay attention to this market because they could be they could be you in their market.
0: That's my goal, right? Uh, to, to teach people what I've done to find these leads. And so uh, one of the sad stats we were talking about is that 60%, right, let me let just start right now. Right now you have, you're an active mobile person. You have a job, you have a wife, you have kids, you have a life, you have friends. And then in the future, over half of everyone moving into senior living never has a visitor. Think how sad that that stat is, right? From where we are right now in our lives, we'll think, oh, that'll never happen to me, and hopefully it won't. But for half the people that move into senior living, they never have a visitor. And so why we bring that up is, it's sad. We're we're truly talking about life and death here. And so you wanna talk about the size of this market. um, About 70% of people over the age of 65 will move into some sort of assisted care before they pass away. So to me, that that means that that need to sell the house happens seven out of 10 times before that person passes away. So you'll start to look at probate leads as a separate entity or a separate category entirely. I look at those as the lucky ones that made it through to the end of their life in the house. They got to stay in their house. Good for them. I'm happy for them, right? But seven out of 10, the majority of the market, will actually need to sell their house before they pass away. And that's where we come in.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, some of those stats are are pretty scary, you know. And also, uh, we were talking about the potential opportunities uh, to build your business or to identify, you know, these people I- in this space because they need your help, you know. As a as as investors, I feel like it's our duty, you know. Oftentimes, because we lead a uh, a real estate group of a thousand pe- members. Um, they don't all show up to our meetings at once, thank God. Uh, I don't know how we'd handle that. But uh, I, I say anywhere between 50 to 75 show up at our meetings. And the majority of them are in it or f- asking how how quickly they can make money. Yep. And what I always tell them is, come back to me when your mindset is a little bit different because we're, we're, we have a we, we know more than most, right as investors. We know strategies, we know different vehicles. We know we, we know a lot of different ways to make money. Um, but ultimately what you do, Philip, and what what I do and and my teams try to do is to help people. And we want to help people in different ways. And if you can figure out ways to help people and make money at the same time, then it's win-win, right? So I, I really, really, truly appreciate what you and your team are doing because there are it's an ever-growing population of people, right? The baby boomers. Can you talk to that? Like we were talking sure. about this morning. How? Yeah, this is like just it's it's not going oh, to end think, anytime soon. Yeah, I hate
0: to even call it a wave because waves crash. I mean, this is a 15-year run we're talking about, and and as long as people get old and pass away, I'll have a with what I do, I'll have a job, and so the 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 stat you hear most in this industry is 10,000 people a day turn 65, right? And so, um, you know, for for me, you know, you talk about the caring side of it. Uh, we have national leads coming through our portal, and, and the problem is not working with investors that want to work these leads. Every investor who calls himself an investor will want to work these leads, they're the best leads ever. It's the, I can't just give these leads to any knucklehead, because when you're talking about seniors, the people that get taken advantage of more than anyone, and you're talking about $100 million senior living communities, do you think it's a big deal when they refer to you, they say, hey, call Eric, he's a trusted source. Yeah, and if you're gonna be an extension of Mom's House, even though I want you to have your own branding, like what you're saying about how you run your team, I need people like that in every major city to be almost like a better business bureau, to be Mom's House certified um, in the training of who you're helping and why. I, I kind of, I say it all the time, we're the anti buyer we're, we're everything that the iBuyer is not. We're more hand-holding, hugs, kisses, take it slow, listen to those that you you know, you talk about listening to the stories. Oh, man, I've sat through some stories, right? But that's the point. You know, you ask yourself a question. Will you sit and listen to somebody's story to make 15 grand? Well, I I hope you would. You know what I mean? If you're not there to help, I mean, the money is the easy side of real estate. You know, I say I help three people, the senior living communities to be more profitable with the customers that are already walking through their door, the families in their most traumatic time of their life. It's your mom you're dealing with, right? The person that took care of you and now she can't take care of herself. And then the low-hanging fruit is us investors. We're looking for opportunity every single day of houses that are dated, that need to be updated to put on the market and make a profit, right? We're the easy side of this, but if you can get yourself thinking about the other two sides, then we can work together.
2: on-air brands has changed the game there'll never be a day from here forward when you and i and our companies don't need to be on the air every brand needs to be on the air but so few know that So it's great to work with a group that are ahead of the curve and to find a company that has been built on the core foundation of the future of marketing. If you're ready to broadcast your brand like they've done for my brands, take the next step and make a change that can transform your business. Reach out to On Air Brands today. That's OnAirBrands.com. Yes, OnAirBrands.com.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's critical to be an empathetic type of person that can see both sides of the coin, hear their story, and empathize with where what they're going through. Because <laughs> I, heard, uh, I heard, I heard. I, forgive me if I've never heard of this or until recently, um, but you'll make chuckle at this. But I was talking to another guy, a friend of mine, on on this podcast, and he was like, "Yeah, people can smell commission breath. If they're if 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 you're in it for the money." <clears throat> it's going to come off, you know, and and, and they're not going to want to do business with you. So for you to be in business for over 20 years, for you to say to me and for everyone listening that, you know, I only train people who I know can carry the torch wherever they are and and make sure that, you know, mom's house is not going to be tarnished from what it is they're doing. Because if they're just in it for the money and and less about the, 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 the helping every single party involved, then you... You're, you know, I mean, you'll, you'll say no. You say, I I can't have you working with us. And 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 I can't. I imagine you tell them you can't train them if they're not the right fit.
0: I, I do that a lot more more often than not. And you say the commission breath. I think when people start off, they're not confident enough to believe what they say. And I think that has a smell about it as well. And so when I say to the single living community, I'll be there on the 30th to cash to pay for mom's house. It's because I know I will be. You know and so that it's that uh that next level of investor that's kind of in this business already not not that if you're doing you know five to ten deals a a year i might be able to work with you but really it's it's i'm not going to teach people how to buy a house you should already at this point know that it's more to how to scale your business bigger
1: gotcha so let's do this man i want to talk to to the audience about your training program as well because i think you can help a lot of other people a lot of other investors who who um aren't 100% sure maybe they're maybe they're working it they're not gaining the success that they desire so how could you help those folks
0: if you're going to be in real estate you're really in marketing i've got a friend that's really that does a lot of direct mail for real estate investors 90% of real estate investors who do one campaign never do a second campaign why it's because they didn't get the results they wanted or they didn't understand what they were really getting into, which is you gotta turn the machine on and let it run a little bit, gotta get it warmed up. And so we all are out there looking for the easy button, right, No, everyone wants to hit one button and not have to do that anymore, but, but you're going to have to pick a lane one way or the other. So if you wanna spend money on direct mail, that's great. I still spend money on direct mail, that's fine. It's just what I'm teaching is a sustainable model for you to have leads coming in ongoing for as long as people get old in your town. And so that rolling harvest of leads, in my mind, is much more valuable. And I'll give you a good example. At this point in my life, I'd rather talk to 15 families a month and buy five houses a month than I would to talk to 150 people to buy five houses a month, right? I, I, I'm, I can't work crappy leads anymore. It hurts my feelings too much to work crappy leads, right? Uh, we do some uh, calling, you know, everybody's doing the calling now. And they're like, if you offer me the right price, I'll sell my house. Well, that's not, a, that's not a lead, right, in my mind. There's no motivation. He doesn't have one of the two factors, right? Uh, he might have equity, but he doesn't have the motivation that I need. And so for me, if you're just running out or you're in this business or you want to grow your business, go go put your time in where, where the harvest will be ongoing, right, where you can get deals 10 years from now on the people you, you meet today. And that, that's what I want people to do is build those relationships the right way. And, and by the way, if you think – you know, you hear this on the surface, you think, hey, there's a senior living right down the street from where I live. Let me just walk in there tomorrow and make a relationship. You're going to get kicked out on your butt because it's like a hospital in there and you just don't meet these people or reach these people the right way at their place of business. And so what I want to do in my in my training, my certification, is teach them the right way to work as few hours as possible to have a maximum effect or effect on the relationship that you're trying to build. Because just like them and your audience, I, I don't like to work that hard either. You know, I like to work
1: smart. Love that. Love that. Love that. Um, so some of the things that people struggle with, I know, and they come up to me all the time is, um, how do I get leads? Or where should I buy leads? or you know? And, and I know you're a huge proponent, as I am, of building relationships. So you can have all the leads you want. But um, if you're not a relationship type person, if you don't like talking to people and uh, being in it for the long haul and the long game, um, this is not the business for you. So what do you, what do you say to those folks who come up and say, Hey, Philip, man, how do I get more leads? You know, it's a volume thing to them and not a quantity thing, uh, quality. quality, Yeah. I mean, what do I
0: say to them? If you don't like to be on the phone, just don't let that be your job then. Right. Hire, put the people on the bus, you know, the traction model, put the people on the bus around you that do like to do those things and uh, life is too short. I think to do the job, you know, the old saying was triple down on whatever you uh, are not good at to get better. I, I don't, I think we finally learned that that is not the case. You hire that person out and you focus on what you're good at. And, and I really firmly believe in that model.
1: Yeah. I love that. Do you feel, cause it's funny that that's why we hit it off really quickly is, uh, we speak the same language, you know, vibrate on the same frequency, whatever you want to call it. Um, and I've read that, that traction book's amazing. We actually used it in our last, um, our, our last team meeting, uh, we use it as a textbook, basically. So anybody out there who's who who needs a good read, especially if you're, you're building teams or running teams, yeah, look up Traction. Forget the name of the author, uh, Jesus. There's two but books anyway.
0: called There's There's two books called Traction. It's the one that's not written by a guy named Orin. It's the other one. <laughs> the yeah, other The sure. other Traction book is really good too by a guy named Orin. but That's a marketing. book.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that's great man so tell us what else is happening in your business what's the uh, what's what's the next thing or what what are you currently building uh, what, what do you need more of
0: I need more people like me in every city so this weekend we just certified uh, 10 markets uh, my 2020 goal is to certify 300 markets there's about 300 cities in this nation that I'll have leads in in the future are going you know that I'm working on and I need people that are trustworthy that have some integrity that know how to close. That will do what they say. That is most important to me is to find those types of companies.
1: That's awesome, man. Um, what What are the markets that you're looking into that you're open to?
0: Uh, it's too many to list. I mean, it's, <laughs> you know, we're we're just getting started here with the certification process, and so um, even in like a, are you close to the Philly market where you're at?
1: Yeah, yeah, we're about forty five minutes yeah. from Philly.
0: So that's there's six million people live in the Philly market, right? So even wow. in Philly, I could have more than one investor. You know, there. The water's warm, man. I mean, there's, there's plenty of room right now. I, I, I yeah. hope, and by the way, I should say, you know, a year from now, I might have a different story with that. Uh, yep. My goal is to not have thousands of investors. Uh, my partner built out a, a buyer's group of over 15,000 investors that had a discount mm. at uh, Lowe's. And so we're used to building out big networks, but for mom's house, it's the opposite. We want a small network of the best.
1: That's amazing. Um, I love the idea of certification. So what is that process? What are, what are they getting? Um, is that a mom, ha- mom's house certification, what, yes. what type of sort certi- okay.
0: Yeah. And it's a two day training course, and we, it's 14 hours of content down to the granular level of how to break into the senior living space. Um, like I said, I'm not teaching you how to, uh, uh, write contracts or negotiate. It's more here are the stakeholders in this industry. Here's what I found that works. Here's what I found that definitely doesn't work. Uh, this, I'll give you the best example, like a proprietor of a senior living community of a, a fat cat and a social worker. Those two humans couldn't be more different, and how you reach them, how, what they want to hear, what's in it for them, and so we go really deep into how to build meaningful rela- relationships with everybody in the senior living community.
1: So cool, man! That's awesome. Are you a big Bigger Pockets guy?
0: I was. I was on it in, uh, back in 2014, um, and I'll tell you something about. I've been doing the senior living thing since 2011. I was on Bigger Pockets in 2014, and I didn't breathe a word of this because I didn't want anyone else to do it. And so now with my growth of the national uh, refers of leads, now I'm being forced to go out and find other people. So, um, never be afraid of change, embrace it. And just, let's just grow and go help some people, you know, make some money.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now I figured you were active on that community. Cause, um, yeah. you know, you, you could find a lot of people to help or wanting to help you. It's a juggernaut,
0: um, man. I still get emails to this day from people that, I think they started like number two fifty six, whichever one they land on, and then they go back and start over. And I was like one of the early ones, and so they come back and they find me and say, "Hey, are you still around St. Louis?" It's kind of it's kind of neat how that was
1: shit six yeah. years ago now. You yeah. know, it's it's evergreen, man. Uh, yeah. What do you, do you remember off the top of your head? What episode you were on? Seventy one. Oh wow! I think I listened to you, man. Yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah, 2014. Yeah, holy crap. Yeah, I'm pretty sure because I, I didn't st- – I'm not one of those ones that starts at episode one. You know, my my business partner, Josh McCallen loves to – he's like, I always start with episode one. But I'm like, dude, by the time I got into BP, they were hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of episodes yeah. in. I'm, that's a lot of catching up. I, I, I look for the relevant ones, and that's how I found Matt. Um, I look for New Jersey because yeah. I wanted to know the local market. So I imagine people in your market probably find you right away no matter what year it is. Um, you want to know a great
0: story? There was a guy that heard me on 2014. He came and found me at my job and he took the action of finding me. And to this day, he has built his business to a great level. And I can't say I, you know, I maybe had a little, you know, a half a percent of some focus, you know, to help him get there. But this guy, the people that take action are always going to be more successful than the ones that don't
1: hundred percent, hundred percent. And the thing is, what's cool about what you did at BP, you know, that's a huge brand and podcast. And, you know, you know, we are nowhere near that level with this Entrepreneur Circle podcast, you know, maybe someday, hopefully, but um, you never know who you're going to touch. You know, all you need is one listener. All you need, we, you and I were talking about, you know, whether you should or shouldn't build a podcast. Um, it all depends on your bandwidth and, and your ultimate goals. But I mean, just you being a guest like this, is powerful because there's going to be hundreds and hundreds of people that are listening to you, whether, you know, next week when it launches or, the, you know, the following and then forever, like you said, you know, 2023. Someone's going to say, yeah, I heard you on this podcast and, um, you know, I, I want to jump in. How can I help you? But um, it's so cool, man. I, I just love where we are. I'm sure you've seen it being a real estate investor for so long, like what it used to be like you know, like send a carrier pigeon or send a raven or smoke signals now to having the, everything in your pocket. yeah. You know, it's it's unreal. Can you speak a little bit about that? And then Sure, just, I'd be happy to. Yeah. I mean, we've done
0: it all. So um, uh, the, the Yellow Pages used to work to 10 or 12 deals a year, and that whittled all the way down to one deal a year. Uh, we've done pizza top box um, marketing. We've done one of my favorite ones that, you know, I'm always trying to be a creative thinker uh, there's a guy uh that did the installations for uh they help me out fallen and I can't get up. What are they called? Life alerts?
1: Life alert, yeah. Yeah, so I was working with
0: that guy because anyone who's buying that product probably will need to sell their house soon, right? I'm always thinking it's 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 timing, right? But why the senior living leads are so magic magical is because the timing is perfect, right? That's that's the moment they need to sell. Um, so many people say. Here's the list to go work. Let me just give you a good example. I love driving for dollars, right? They're great leads. But when you put that house on your list that looks crappy on that street, that house might've been crappy for the past 20 years. It doesn't mean they need to sell it. The leads I work are all over the board, but they always need to sell it right then. Meaning for quality down to crappy, right? It's more the motivations there. um, And you probably would never end up with half these on your driving for dollars list.
1: Gotcha. You just brought up a good point. So how... How do you reach the family or the, the 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 offspring of the people who live in those homes by themselves? How do you how do you market to the sons and daughters of, I don't of the, you don't I so don't you, they, so you,
0: they come you, to me they come to me um I work with people in the industry that have once again if me and you were brothers and mom was sick and we needed a place her I would work with a placement agent or someone that would be in the industry and me and you well, if we brothers, we do care where mom's going to go. As an investor, you don't care if she goes to, you know, sunrise, sunset, whatever they're called. It's She's going she's gonna to go to one of those, but at that moment, then you also need to sell the house, right? So as the investor, it's more the timing of they're going to sell the house. Um, which one they end up in is done by someone else.
1: So your, your marketing is more, like you said, with re- the relationships that you've built with the people on the other end that already know, okay, mom or dad is coming in yeah and and here now you can speak to their yeah. sons their daughters do, do you gotcha. want
0: one sentence that's worth over 100 grand to every one of your listeners yeah do you ever have a situation where they want to move mom in but they can't until they sell the house mm. they're gonna go yes every single day philip that is the situation i'm asking a loaded question because i already know the answer
1: yeah and gotcha. it, what, what it
0: makes them do is go, yes, I do have a problem. And yes, this guy can help me with my problem.
1: Mm. Wow, 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 wow. That's good, man. I wish we said that at the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they got to listen
0: to the end. If they turn it off already, then they don't get to have the
1: nugget. My editor is oh. amazing. He'll use that as the soundbite. So people will <laughs> they will hear that at the beginning of the show, and then they'll... They'll be like, oh shit! When does he say that? It's it's all the way at the end. But uh, that's good. Yeah, you that's should good edit stuff, it and make
0: them never know. <laughs>
1: I've done that before. I've done that before. But yeah, they no no. Let them listen. Let them get the wait till the end. The pearl and get they'll get the prize at the end. Um, so brother, great conversation, man. It's Thank such you. a pleasure and an honor to have met you. I think that um, you're doing amazing things, and and you should be rewarded for it, my friend. Thank so, you. So how how is the best place and ways for people to reach you?
0: momshouse.com you'll see all my contact information if you're a senior living community listening there's a place to fill out a form if you're a person that has a house that you're trying to help your family your loved one there's a place to fill out and if you're a real estate investor who wants to know more about how to build this in your own market the same way that i have and by the way did i mention the leads are free if i haven't i mean my goodness what are you what are you doing with your life right You're, you're gonna pay for it one way or the other whether it's networking or you're going to pay for it um, in other ways. This could, it's truly big enough to be your only channel if you do it correctly.
1: Gotcha. And on your mom's house website, you also have uh, links to your coaching program. Yes,
0: sir. Yes, awesome. sir. Thanks. Bye. All
1: right. Yep. Very cool. Very cool. All right, brother. Well, thank you so much again for your time, man. And 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 you know, thanks for all the knowledge. Appreciate. Thank it. you, sir. Appreciate you having me on. That's it for now, folks. If you'd like to stay in touch with the show, you can contact me directly at eric at onairbrands.com. That's eric, E-R-I-K, at onairbrands.com. And if you aren't already subscribed to the show, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, or any other podcast podcast